Good morning, evening, or night, depending where you are in the world, and welcome to the Clear Your Mind Audio Experience. Welcome podcasters. On today's episode, we have Christopher Pickering, a fitness enthusiast and also personal trainer from Toronto. Hey, Chris, welcome to the show and thank you for giving me your time of day. Since this is the first episode, let me briefly explain what this is about. This is a mental health podcast where I bring guests on who want to share their experiences and talk a little bit about their struggles and how they got to where they are now. But before I do that, let me introduce myself. I am Patrick Valancourt. I was in the military for six years, diagnosed with PTSD, anxiety, and depression. After hitting rock bottom, I was hit by a car and diagnosed with all three again. Since then, I've had a support group that's helped me get back on my feet. But more importantly, I use social media as a means to cope. I do vlogs on YouTube as well as Instagram posts and so on. But we're not here to talk about me. We can save that for another time. Let's talk about Chris. Chris, are you there? I'm here. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Thank you for coming on the show. Can you explain to everyone what it is you do? So I'm a uh, fitness enthusiast, as he says, a certified trainer, so nothing... uh you know, sketchy there, but I do personal training in person, um, online, and various social media related endeavors. Um, I think actually I started all that with myself because uh, of my own mental health issues. <laughs> with, uh, you know, not really working for someone was kind of, you know, what spurred me to um, do my own thing. So, yeah. Okay, well, that leads me right to my next question. How did you get into this field? Into the fitness field? Yes. Um, well, I think when I was a young boy, uh, a child, I was not a very good um, with sports, team sports, um, basically, you know, sports in general. I did some downhill skiing, uh, tennis, you know, those sorts of things on your own. Um, but I was really, really bad at like team sports and stuff. And then when I got into high school, I guess I just ended up in the weight room, um, you know, lifting weights occasionally, and I guess I just enjoyed it. Um, I've always been relatively lean, so I think that seeing progress came quite quickly um, in terms of, like, you know, ideal physiques and stuff. Um, and then I just, I guess I just also did it to cope with uh, mental health stuff, too. I guess it, I got the high from it, I guess. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, do you feel comfortable talking about any mental hardships you face over the years as a personal trainer uh, and as well as keeping up with your social media daily quota. And before you answer that, in case I haven't already mentioned, Chris does daily health tips of the day. He hasn't missed a single day in what, uh, what day are you on, Chris? 280. Holy smokes. 280. <laughs> wow. That's incredible. Uh, yeah. So you want me to talk about that particular thing? Um, yeah, do you feel comfortable talking about any of those mental hardships that you faced over that period of time? Oh, I feel like the mental hardships were a lot worse from, uh, I'd say, like, 2010 to, I, I guess, up until now, but um, slightly less severe in the past couple of years. Like, for example, like, the mental health issues I had probably struggled um, from 2011 to 2014, where I just wasn't sure what I was doing. Um in 2012, I, I was into fitness. I tried to get my personal training certificate, like my certification. Uh, I thought that would be kind of like the way to get into the industry. Um, ended up failing the 
written exam by two percent, and oh, no. that kind of, that kind of bummed me out. But like, I knew that you know I could easily do it again. Um, yeah. But then I just kind of like took some time off, worked places. I uh, didn't really know what I was doing, and kind of still just like struggled every day with um, what to do, anxiety, depression, that kind of thing. Um, so that leads us to, I guess, end of 2013, I thought maybe I should go to school for fitness. Um, seems like an interest of mine. Seems like a good way to learn more and potentially um, get a diploma because we're kind of conditioned to think, oh, we should probably go to school and stuff. Um, so did that, uh, got my certificate in 2015 and then graduated in April of 2015. So this is all while you were going through depression and anxiety? Yeah, I feel like um, when you have those things, one of the biggest thing, one of the biggest faults I had was like while I felt that way, I would continuously like only identify myself with that. So if I was to think in a more positive way, I was like, who is this person? I don't like this other person. Let me go back to being depressed and stuff. Um, so it's almost like you keep digging yourself deeper into this hole because you don't know um, any other version of yourself. And then to like to think about how I got out of things or like slightly less severe, I don't actually know. I think it's looking for things you want to do and then just sort of working on them every day. Um, and it, you're not going to get better overnight, but it may be like 1% each day to where you don't even notice that you're feeling better over time. It's hard to explain. Okay, so um, did, are you using social media as a means to cope for depression and anxiety? Am I using it? Um, to, some, to some extent. I say, I'd say I'm using it as much as any other person. I don't, like, sure, posting a picture and getting feedback is great, but I don't think I'd do that in terms of it. I think the whole social media thing is um, trying to help others to where I know it's going to benefit me in the long run. Um, I have like a bigger goal in mind, I guess, which is mm, something I want to work towards. Um, and I feel like if there's something I want to work towards, I'm definitely going to go and work towards that because the alternative is uh, kind of being lost, not happy with what I'm doing. So if there's something you're really interested in, you should just go for it and put all your effort into it. Well said. I like that. Um, can we talk a little bit about your daily health tips of the day? So I'm really curious. For when I go through depression or anxiety, I completely shut myself out. I don't. There's some days where I just don't post anything on social media. And I feel bad because I have an audience that expects content to some extent and I, I I feel really guilty when I don't do it and I try and make up for it the next days but I haven't committed successfully to doing daily for as long as you have so can you can we talk a little bit about that and kind of the ups and downs the mentality that you go through and maybe some of the pressure that you feel sure um, looking back on 280 days so if people don't know also, I also, the way I've organized my Instagram feed, you know, like all the fancy Instagram girls do is like, I wanted to make it so it's not just health tips, 
wanted to make it kind of like a pattern. So the first time I made a health of it, I was like, I should probably post something else. So not only has it been 280 um, health tips, but it's like 280 additional pictures of something related to fitness. Usually it's me because people like that or usually it's food or something. So it's like 560 pictures in the past, whatever, 280 days. And trying to figure out, like, looking back, I have no idea how I did 280 random pictures every day. Um, because I think about some days, like, oh, I was super busy. That I wasn't even in the city. But somehow I uploaded two posts. I'm confused. Um, so, yeah, there's definitely was struggles. Uh, some weeks I have... Um, maybe four or five pictures lined up or content or videos. And I'm like, okay, I can relax. I have some stuff to post. And then some days, for example, this week, each day I had to think of a picture and take it and then upload it. Um, and then in terms of health tips, funny thing is, um, first, when I put the, first put the health tip, I probably had like 100 or 200 followers. Um, and like the first 100 health tips were some of the best because they were the ones I could super think of quickly. Um, like, actual good facts didn't I didn't have to think so hard about them so a lot of people haven't seen the good hell tips because they only got on board um, recently uh, and then health tips yeah thinking about a new health tip each day it's kind of tough uh, once you get to about 200 I guess they just kind of start to repeat somewhat but I try to just think of them when I look around if I see, if I get like inspiration from Maybe there's like some fruit on the table, like bananas. Oh, let's, what can we do about bananas? Or like, I'm in the gym, let's try to take advantage of being in the gym, what's a good health tip? Or just simply asking people like, oh, is there any topics you want me to cover? And you know, I made a goal now, 365 health tips, because that'll be good. Um, and then there is a secret, 366 health tip, but uh, I guess <laughs> I'll give you a pre preview on here, but I won't tell you what it is. But Okay. There may be 366 health tips. <laughs> oh, looking forward to it. After that, no idea. I don't know at what point I'll be. Probably might not do it after that, but we'll see. Okay. Um, one one last question here about mental health. What uh, yep. what steps are you taking or are you planning for the future to help with uh, your your depression uh, and anxiety? Good, good question. All right. Well, here's the things I have tried, which uh, I guess I could cover now because I know for a fact that I've learned from them. Um, so in 2011 and 2012, I took three different antidepressants. Um, in order one, two, three, they all made me, no, sorry, in descending order, they made me worse, slightly worse, and then like slightly, slightly worse. Um, so that was a definite no. Uh, I had a psychiatrist or a therapist, whatever you want to call him, the one who just prescribes you all the drugs. I had him. He didn't really help me at all. All he did was, oh, this pill didn't work? Okay, let's try this one. Okay, that one didn't work either. Here's an anti-smoking aid that's supposed to help you with depression. Um, I still have them somewhere. Don't take them because they're stupid. Um, then throughout 2012, I did CBT, which is cognitive behavior therapy. Oh, okay. So stepping back there, you don't take them because they're stupid because they don't work? Or you just don't believe in, uh, in that system because I've I've been prescribed or I've been recommended taking mm -hmm. medication and I've always denied it because I've seen 
other people take it and I've seen kind of their behavior change. And I don't, because I know myself, mm -hmm. I don't feel comfortable just experimenting with that. So what do well, you mean? I tried, I tried all three and they made me worse. Uh, they have uh, sexual side effects. Um, they kind of like numb you. Uh, they take like two or three weeks to work. So they don't really um, do that. You can have weight gain or weight loss. I saw like, I don't know. I didn't see weight loss, but I wasn't hungry. Um, and like, I didn't really see any improvement in mood overall and stuff. So not really in, at this point, I'm not gonna, there's no point in me taking them anymore unless I somehow hit rock, rock, rock bottom. Did you make uh, a health tip about that? About medication? Um, yes, I did. I made occasional health tips. I said, if you're currently taking antidepressants, um, something about why not try exercise for at least two weeks and see if the, compare the results. Okay. Yeah. Do you, do you remember um, which health tip number that was? Uh, no idea, but if you have some kind of uh, description for this for this podcast, I can include it in there if you guys want. Okay, well, to anybody listening, if you can go and find which one that is, and you have 200, how many did you say, 80, 85? Yeah, 280. 280 health tips, go through all of them and try and find it and let us know. Yes. Okay, so going back to uh, CBT. Yeah, so I did CBT at a hospital with a group uh, for, I don't know, maybe like two or three months. Um, they give you a book, what's it called, Mind Over Mood or something. It's, it's a, I don't know, a workbook you're supposed to do. I found it, I don't know, I found it kind of helpful, some of the tips. Like, we did a lot of mindfulness exercises, which is where, like, you have to close your eyes and, like, only think about the five senses and stuff. And if you feel yourself um, thinking about negative thoughts or like getting drifted away, uh, you teach yourself to basically bring yourself back to only your senses and ground yourself. Um, I feel like that's one thing I've taken out of that. I don't use it much anymore, but um, it can help. And it's something that I believe can help in like desperate times for kind of distracting yourself from your thoughts. I'm, um, I'm glad that CBT worked for you because I've actually, I've done CBT and I think on my third or fourth meeting, it wasn't a group setting, it was individual, um, I, I, I told the person to fuck off and I never went back. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's uh, a yeah, fun, fun fact about me. <laughs> uh, I guess the way I saw it, I saw it like I might as well complete all of it and see if I get anything from it, but I never, I don't think I ever... I think I spoke once about anything, but I wasn't that kind of person. Speaking of that also, I did go to, uh, I went to like drop-in groups at uh, actually Young and Eglinton at the Mood Disorder Association of Ontario. Okay. Um, I did like, I don't know, that was like weird Wednesday nights, which is typically mental health day for you. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> I like that. Um, uh, it was like, I don't know, I think I went like maybe 10 times maximum, but Again, just kind of sat there and listened to everyone. Everyone, like, some of the people there had way more issues than me, but I'm not going to talk about them, but... Yeah, uh, of course. Just, I don't know. I guess I just... The thing that helped me most in general was just sort of forgetting about my mental health issues and trying to work on other things that are positive as opposed to work on trying to find a solution as to why I'm the way I am. Yeah, you know what? I... I'm in, I have a similar uh, train of thought, finding a hard time to find my words here, but 
if there's one takeaway from this podcast, I think it's if you only focus on the fact that you have some sort of mental health issues or illnesses, um, it's going to be a lot harder to get better and kind of recover. But if you just it's not about ignoring them or suppressing those feelings. But if you ignore them or suppress those feelings and focus on other positive things, I think that over time things get better. Correct me if I'm wrong, Chris. That is correct, yes. Yeah, that's that's what's worked for me as well. Don't expect a magic change overnight, but when you do feel better, compare that to when you felt your worst and then you're like, Wow, transformation Tuesday, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mental health yeah. Wednesdays. Yeah. I love it. Okay, well that uh kind of sums this one up here. Uh Chris, just stay on the line. Let me uh, let me sign off here. So thank you everybody for tuning in to episode one of Clear Your Mind and giving me your time of day. If you want to consume more mental health content as well as health tips of the day, you can follow today's guest, Chris Pickering on Instagram at Pickering Fitness, spelled P-I-C-K-E-R-I-N-G Fitness. And you can follow myself on all mainstream platforms at PBJ Valancourt. Until next time. Thank you so much, podcasters, for giving me your time of day. Don't forget to keep your head up, laugh when you can, and stay positive.